2: church.
3: Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show.
4: Good afternoon friends. So good to have you today. It's open phone in Friday. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson and I'm glad that you tuned in wherever you are in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of the computer watching me on Facebook live. Thanks a lot for tuning in there. My handle on Facebook is at Anderson Speaks. And that's also my handle on Twitter and Instagram. So thanks a lot for tuning in. And of course, on the most listened to Christian talk station on the East Coast, second in the entire country, WAVA 105.1 FM. Right here in the nation's capital, covering all of Washington, D.C., Northern Virginia, and Maryland, along with parts of Pennsylvania and West Virginia. Well, guess what? Today's show is all about you. That's right. It's all about you. It's open phone in Friday. Whatever question you have for me, you can fire away. We can talk about any topic you want to talk about: race, religion, relationships, or politics, or education. What it? Is, what is it? What do you want to talk about? Is it personal? Is it political? Is it organizational? Is it leadership? I'm a pastor of a church that I started 25 years ago when I was 25 years old so you've got a pastor you've got a a brother you know i have uh two sisters and a brother so i'm a sibling i'm a son to a mother and a father my dad's gone home to be with the lord my mom is still living and she listens every day so hey mom thanks a lot for tuning in if you're listening today Uh, But I'm also a husband. Yeah, I've been married for 20, well, almost 26 years in the next month. I've got three children. Uh, A couple of them are teenagers, one's an adult, about to graduate college. So uh, I tell you all that. Why? So uh, in case you want to ask me a question in one of those zones, feel free. Not to mention, I got my doctorate of philosophy in in the sociological integration of religion and society from Oxford Graduate School, a small English tutor campus in the hills of Tennessee, as well as doing some study at the University of Oxford as well. But I'm really proud to tell you I graduated from the Moody Bible Institute, where I got my bachelor's and my master's degree. So a diversity of education as well and i'm a good old brother just to hang out with you as a friend here on radio so now you know enough about me if you want to ask me a question it can be a real question that's why we call it real talk with dr david anderson it can be theological or it can just be personal you just want to kick it here you go ladies maybe you just need to talk to another man uh and uh, you want to get a man's opinion on something i'll tell you i'll be real All right. And dudes, you want to call me and say, look, I need to I need to hear from another brother, (laughs) a male dude that gets it. Well, guess what? I think I get it. Here's the good news. You can ask any question. I can't answer any question because I'm not that smart. Uh, But we do know the one who has all the answers. And we've got the good book right here uh, that I that I'm holding in my hands. And so with God's wisdom and with a lot of smart listeners, you can give me a call and we can kick it. Okay, At eight, eight, eight. 432 7434. That is my number live in studio, 888 432 7434. What do you want to talk about? I'm going to say a word of prayer because I like to always do that to commit the show over to the Lord, give you a little more information. The phone lines are open now, so get in where you fit in. Triple eight four three Bridge. Let's pray. Dear Lord, thank you for another day, another week. Uh, We're so grateful to be alive. And as we talk today uh, with one another and pull up a chair to the uncommon table, give us your wisdom today and you GPS the show any way you want and we'll follow you along the way. It's in your name, Jesus, we pray together. Everyone said amen and amen. Well, if you're new to the show, let me tell you how we roll. And if you're not new, then you can say it with me. Marriage Mondays Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays, Theological Thursdays, and then Open Phone in Fridays. Anything you want to talk to me about today is Friday. That's fair game. You know, on Marriage Monday, we talked about marriage barriers. What barrier stone do you need God to remove between you and him or between you and your lover? On Tough Topic Tuesday, we talked about Uh, What big stone do you need to be removed in your life? We built those two shows on Mark chapter 16 when the ladies went to see the the body of Jesus and they were concerned and they asked the question, well, who's going to roll away the stone? Then when they got there, what they were worried about was no longer an issue because the Lord had already removed the stone. There are some things that are too heavy for us to move, but God can move it. So what are you worried about? Don't worry about it. It may be too heavy for you, but it's not too heavy for God. Amen? <laughs> wisdom Wednesday, we talked about the wisdom of handling mental distress. And then yesterday, we talked about the theology of eternity and everlasting Life, So, boy, we had a great week, and I can't wait to talk to you. So I'm going to go right to the phone lines now. Let me give you my number once again, triple eight four three All right, let's kick it off in Woodbridge, Virginia, with Lionel, who's on the line. Hello, Lionel. Welcome to the show. How are you? Uh, thank you.
5: Thank you, Dr. Anderson. I'm doing okay. I'm doing well.
4: Good. What's your comment or question, please?
5: A question: uh, You know, after you and your wife, or your spouse, separate and you reconcile toward one another, and you both have, you know, been moving up in the Lord, you know, doing different things within the church, and all of a sudden your wife said that she don't think that we're going to make it. What do you do? I mean, how do you handle that?
4: Well, you know, that's a tough situation. You got to ask, why don't you think we're going to make it? And you got to be uh, op- You're listening with both ears and an open heart because it could be a cry out to say, hey, listen, if we do not change something, I don't have the strength and the energy to keep going like this. The good news is it doesn't mean that she's walking out the door, it doesn't mean that it's over, but she's feeling discouraged or pessimistic about your future. So if I were you, I would want to listen to her to find out why do you feel this way. And the bigger question, not only why do you feel this way, but what do you think that we could do in the future to help keep us together and let her give you some positive, I mean, basically it's negative criticism, but some positive ways to think about what you can do differently and what y'all could do differently in order to make it. What do you think?
5: I've done all of that. I'm just, I just, I don't know what else to do. I mean,
4: what did she tell you? Did she tell you that some things that you could do that would well, be different?
5: Uh, 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 just her response was just like, uh, just something's broken. And I asked if she wanted to seek some counseling or whatever, and see what we can do different because I was I'm unaware that things,
4: Sure, what did she say? I've been repaired. What did she say? Yes. Huh? Did she say yes to counseling? She
5: said that she said we can think about it. I mean I haven't got a definitive answer yet because I've been out of town.
4: Okay, well you know,
5: taking you know work.
4: That's good news then. So she's open to counseling. What I would tell you to do as the man is find the counselor, set the appointment. And then let her know, honey. Here's the date. We're going to go to counseling. Take some leadership like that. She's going to be surprised that you did it. But I want you to do that. Find a good counselor. Set the date and say, baby, this is a date we're going to go. Uh, you'll be surprised how she'll respond to that leadership. Hey, listen, I got to run because I got this break. But as soon as I get back, I'm coming to you. It's a real talk with Dr. David Anderson. David Anderson and I have Michelle on the line from Oxford Graduate School. She's a student there at Oxford. Michelle. Welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson.
6: Thank you for having me, and good afternoon to you.
4: Why do you go to Oxford Graduate School?
6: The reason why I chose Oxford over some of the other schools that I was looking at is because of their curriculum. It is truly designed for the student, and what I mean by that is because the programs are research-based. So that allows the student to really delve into their subject and truly become masters of of that subject because it gives you the opportunity to explore and go beyond any textbook. What what I love about the school and the opportunities that it provides, even though I'm a distance learner, is that the program at Oxford is a hybrid program, meaning that you have time that you spend on campus there in Tennessee uh, for a week at a time as you begin each of your core of classes, and then you go home to do your research and submit your your coursework online so i love the fact that you still have the instruction in the classroom environment as well as time to do the research on your own and interact uh, via the internet so it's a perfect win-win for a working adult
4: you want more information check them out at ogs.edu that's ogs.edu or give them a call 423-775-6596
7: Dr. Anderson would love for you to join his brand new public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, and when you see his smiling face, click like. It's another great way for you to connect and follow the good doc. Welcome back to Real
8: Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or to find resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. You can call our hotline anytime at 888-432-7434. For rebroadcast of this program or to watch live, visit bcctv.org. Join our text community and receive a free weekly inspiration text from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 50555. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 50555. Now, back to Real Talk.
4: And we're back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How in the world are you on this open phone-in Friday? I can't wait to talk to you, so I'm just going to give the number and go right back to The phone lines. Here we go. You ready? 888 432 7434. Let's go to Oduno from Washington, D.C. Hello, Oduno. Welcome to the show. How are you?
9: Dr. David Anderson. Blessings. Dr. David Anderson. This is Tariq Oduno. I was following instructions from uh-huh. Janice.
4: huh. Well, thank you, as Mr. Oduno. You
9: David. Hey, thank I you. I know you as Dr. David Anderson is uh, Professor Tariq Oduno, Dr. David Anderson. Thank you, Janice.
4: Good to meet you. Uh, What's your comment or question, excellent. sir?
9: If I had, if I had a question, there are three women, godly women, who are known as the three three bees of education: Charlotte Harkin Brown, Palmer Memorial Institute, 1902; Mary McLeod Bethune, 1904. Uh, Bethune-Cookman, and Dr. Nanny Helen Burroughs, 1909. Mm-hmm. Uh, what happened to be your perception of them in reference to the body of Christ and being prophetic as women-inspiring families, not only in the African descendant family, yeah. but families throughout this country and throughout the world?
4: Gotcha. Thank you for your question, sir. And I appreciate it. D- uh, let me go ahead and get to that. Uh, so uh, I'm not familiar with all of them, but two of them I am. And I would just say that more than prophetic, they were examples uh, of of strong women who had a sense of purpose, uh, giving of their lives, even in the early 1900s. Uh, in the latter part of 1800s, giving of their lives to uh, not only teach us through their knowledge, but through their example, especially during a time uh, like uh, the early 1900s. I mean, how strong uh, is that? So prophetic in that they're great examples and something that some ones that we can look to, especially as uh, African-American women, but I think all women, uh, and men really, but all women can definitely look Uh, to them and get a sense of inspiration thank you so much professor all right let me keep moving i've got uh sean on the line from alexandria virginia hi sean dr anderson here how are you
10: hey i'm doing well dr anderson what's yourself
4: oh i'm great alive and grateful my friend what are you thinking today sean glad to
10: hear hey um the reason i'm calling you today is um i have a friend who moved to Florida a couple of years ago to go to school and she ended up staying down there, living in Miami. And, uh, she, uh, her and I were very close at one time. We kind of became distant and she reaches out to me periodically, um, looking for help with different things. I uh, I think that I kind of developed sort of an anxious attachment with her. And recently about a month ago, she called me up out of the blue and, uh, Shared with me that she had been a victim of abuse, and okay. uh, sent me pictures of how she'd been assaulted. She had stitches over her eye, it's terrible, a black eye, and, and uh, a lot of terrible things. And I, I, naturally, I was very upset by it and angered. as, sure. as far as you know, uh, who you know, I, I, I wanted to do something to help her, but uh, you know, in, in response to to the way that I reacted, she ended up shutting me out and uh, pushing me away.
5: And well, I, how, how
4: did you react that caused? Her? How did you react that caused her to do that?
10: I, I got I got very angry and upset and, at her. Uh, not at her, just at the situation, and I, I don't really know. Uh, I don't know. I bet how she I thinks handled sh- the situation differently.
4: Well, Sean, I think she probably thinks sure. you're mad at her, and she, it was her fault. She, you made her feel like it was her fault is probably my guess and so that made her upset i could be wrong but usually if yeah. a girl if a girl calls uh, somebody uh, after that they need support and they need empathy they don't need well how'd you get yourself in that situation why are you with that guy anyway all of that can come later yeah. what she needs in the middle of that trauma is uh empathy and is there anything i can do for you and how can i pray for you and uh what is the best way to serve you right now that's what she needed from you right
10: yeah looking back hindsight of 2020 and i I wish i had handled the situation differently but yeah now i i I, you know i haven't spoken with her in a month and i'm genuinely worried about her her well-being and i pray for her every day for god to keep a hedge of protection around her and keep her under his wing but i I don't know how she's doing and i'm just sure worried about her man i don't know what to do
4: do you have email for her Yeah, You know what I'd do? I'd write her an apology email and a prayer email just to say, hey, listen, I didn't react well. Uh, That was on me. I really care about you, and there's no judgment here. I, I, I am just so sorry. Please forgive me, and I'm praying for you, and I'd love it if you give me a call sometime, but I'll wait on you and just leave it there. That way she can read it and digest it. And then once she reaches back to you, now you guys can have the conversation again, and you'll get a do-over on that one.
10: Awesome. What do you think? I'll definitely do that. Good I idea. The advice, Dr. Anderson.
4: You got it, my friend. Hey, let, yeah, me, let me know in a week or two how uh, uh, how that works for you. Okay.
10: I will. Thanks right. again, Doctor.
4: You got it. Blessings to you. That's Sean in Alexandria, Virginia. Let's go to Nora. Nora's in Fairfax, Virginia. Hi, Nora. Welcome Virginia. to the show. How are you? <laughs>
8: How are, How are you? Hello. Hi. You? I'm fine.
4: Great. What's your comment or question today, Nora?
8: Yes, I had a theological question, actually, and it's something that I've been wondering about for a long time, so I thought maybe I'd just pop it out there at you today.
5: Okay, go for it. And
8: uh, Okay, so um, when I was reading the Old Testament, I'm really fond of Psalms and Proverbs and so forth uh, over the years. It has been bothersome to me that there were so many... Concubines that David had, and <laughs> solomon and uh and the fact that uh, David was called a man after God's own heart, right was a little bit disturbing, given that he <laughs> had all these uh women, all these wives and concubines and whatnot. right um it just seems so horrible, it's like prostitutes, yeah. really, yeah, it um, sounds like a sex addict to me, you know, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway oh Lord, um, well anyway, okay, so, so just what's your question? it was condoned.
4: Okay, so so, why
8: was that condoned? Got it. Okay, and why was the you know, why was he considered a man after God's own heart carrying on having this type of behavior? It was very abusive to women, really.
4: Yeah, so here's the thing there's no excuse for bad chauvinistic culture. But that's what it was. Just like there was no excuse for slavery, but that's what it was. Yet God moved through all of these different uh... times within culture now the reason it happened was because uh... god created one man one woman one lifetime and we send in the garden and so after that once man was kicked out of the, out of the garden right the roles that they had you know became worse so a man who's supposed to dominate uh you know have mm -hmm. dominion now he changes that to domination and so what happens you move from genesis 3 to genesis 4 you got brothers who are now killing one another you got men who are dominating women instead of creating a domain for her uh glory and it just gets worse and mm-hmm. worse and worse. And then on top of that, in Genesis right. three, I
8: understand all that. Mm-hmm. yeah, you
4: see the That's woman right. fighting for uh, for position with the man. So I think that uh, right. that just became the culture of the day and it became understood and right. it became OK. And I'm not saying that it is or that it should be. I hope you hear that. But uh, that's got to right. be very yeah. disturbing for a woman that reads this. I'm with you on it.
8: Right. Well, one thing I was just wondering is why it wasn't spelled out clearly that this was sin. Because I know, um, you know, it says do not commit adultery. It's one of the Ten Commandments. But right. why So it's like if you're married to her, you can have a thousand wives. You're okay as long as you're officially married. It's kind of a... Uh,
10: yeah. But, yeah. but
8: why wasn't it um, a commandment? You can have one woman as your wife, heavy, <laughs> you Right. You know, just to straighten this out. You know, it just yeah, well, it doesn't make well, sense. Well, here's the
4: thing it did. I mean, it was very clear in the Ten Commandments. You know, it's it very clear. But just
8: do not commit adultery. But exactly. If you have ten wives or a hundred wives and you don't have sex with anybody but those ten or those, that one hundred, any of those women in the next yeah, hundred women that you married.
4: At least you can argue for that one, though. How do you argue for the concubines?
8: Well yeah, then I don't know how you argue for those. Right, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So I'm Correct. with you on
4: it. I think this is man's uh twisted fallenness. Uh and it became cultural and there probably today some things that we do that are cultural that come out of fallenness and really it's not God's best for us at all. Uh and I think it was wrong. I mm-hmm. think we've learned that it's wrong now. There's a, a lot of people believe it or not that don't believe that multiple marriages are wrong. Uh you know, and even the Mormon church for a while uh, you know, and, and so that's not anymore, but I mean, to some degree, there's some cultures, there's some cultures today. I mean, I've been to several countries, uh, in Africa and I remember when we were in Swaziland, uh, you know, that you had people that had 10 and I mean, the King had 13 wives at the time. Uh, and then he, there was one church we helped uh, start in Kenya and, um, you know, they got say, you know, they said, Pastor, how do we how do we have Christian marriage? And when we talked about it, they said, but we have all these wives, like four or five wives. What do we do? We have four wives. What do we do? Now, let me tell you what I told them, Nora. You may agree, you may not, and that's okay. But I said, okay, you got four, no more. And that's the way I put it, four and no more. Because if you have those four, if you get rid of three of mm-hmm. them, uh, then those women become well, – What's the word? Uh, yeah, I hate to use. You know, yeah. b- bottom line, it's a bad thing to be uncovered and to be unmarried, and uh, having been used by another man, and now you're out there. It's That's like true in that culture. It's I very, think. very bad yeah. for a woman like it that. It would be. So what it I said be. is, there there don't marry a fifth one. That. You know, don't marry a fifth one. Don't marry a sixth one. Just keep those four and no more, uh, and then work out with them mm-hmm. how you know how this is supposed to to work. But this cultural stuff at the end of the day, I think you're right and you should have a problem. Um and the things I have problems with by the way in the scriptures that I'm like, oh no, God really kill all the babies? Kill all the children? Kill all the animals? Come on. What right. kind of guy you know, so I read things too right. and I was like, okay, God, I don't understand it. I don't like it. But I'm just going to move on here. <laughs> I mean, that's honestly.
8: Yeah, that's right. I guess that's what people have to do, you know? That's what I, I do. I wonder, like, yeah. in the world was that accepted? You well, I know? don't try to argue I for mean, it. At least, uh,
5: I don't yeah, try to argue you think
8: for it. God would have. Yeah, I know. But yeah. you would think that you know God would have appeared to him or made it clear that yeah. you know you can't carry on like this and
4: whatever. Right. But, but I mean think about yeah. today you the know? biggest issues for evangelical Christians are things that the Bible doesn't have a lot to say about, abortion and and homosexual marriage. Uh, I mean, again, we can find passages, and I'm a preacher. I can give you the six homosexual passages uh, that are used Mm -hmm. in Scripture. But, I mean, think about it. If abortion, for instance, is so uh, terrible, God, why did you not speak more clearly, you know, as opposed to, you know, I knew you Mm -hmm. in your mother's womb. Okay, that's good. But, I mean, this is huge. Forty million or whatever children have been killed. Or or, same for the homosexual thing. I mean, yes, I mean, I got some great passages, especially Romans 1 and all that, but— uh, boy, this is a big, big deal. But yet, you know, sometimes I think that God needs us and desires us to obey his spirit, to discern. Uh, and there's some things Mm -hmm. we just have to say, God, I'm going to leave it to you. I'm, I got this question when I get to heaven. Okay. So Nora and I, Lord, when we get to heaven, we want to ask you a a few questions (laughs) and then we'll just sit at his feet, Nora, and we'll just (laughs) let him explain it. Does that sound like a good plan to you? Absolutely. All right. We're hey, listen, all the questions, right? there you go, my <laughs> sister. Hey, blessings to you. I got to run. I'll be back in three Thanks. minutes.
11: Have you been thinking about a private Christian education for your kids centered around biblical principles in an environment where individualized learning is emphasized? Think you can't afford it? You can. Highland Park Christian Academy in Landover, Maryland is a qualified and certified Christian school offering a first rate education at a reasonable price. We teach pre-K through eighth grade with before and after care provided. Financial incentives are available for families with multiple children and active military. Half off tuition is also available for new students to Highland Park Christian Academy through WAVA. Give your child strength. Strong academic skills, diverse learning experiences, and good character development with teachers that are sensitive to the needs of each child. Highland Park Christian Academy is known as the diamond on the hill. Find out why. The education you want for your kids is now within your reach. Call 301-773-4079. That's 301-773-4079. Or visit hpchristianacademy.org. Once again, for more information, 301-773-4079 or
2: hpchristianacademy.org. At Lancaster Bible College, Capitol Seminary, and Graduate School in Greenbelt, we offer students a way to earn their undergraduate degrees from affordable, biblical, and accredited college right here in Maryland. To learn how you can earn your bachelor's degree in Bible completely online or in class, join us for an open house on June 9th. To sign up, visit lbc.edu slash open house. That's lbc.edu slash open house. Do you want to earn your master's or doctoral degree from a seminary right here in Greenbelt? At Lancaster Bible College, Capital Seminary and Graduate School, you can do just that. We offer graduate and seminary programs in counseling, leadership, Christian care, biblical studies, and more. To learn more, join us for our Open House on June 9th. To sign up, visit lbc.edu slash openhouse. That's lbc.edu slash open house.
7: Let's talk about your business for a minute. Think about all the things you're doing to attract the best talent. Between the networking events and referral bonuses, you're probably spending plenty of time and money to find the right people. But what if it was your office that attracted employees? Today's workforce is mobile and active, and they want an office designed around the way they work. And Veridesk makes it easy. Veradesk Standing Desk Solutions help you create an active workspace where employees can stand and move so they're happier, healthier, and more productive. Our full line of active office products are constructed with commercial-grade materials and require little to no assembly so they're easy to set up and move. Companies of any size can have a Veridesk active workspace. Ordering is simple. Shipping is free and our 30-day guarantee means if you don't love it, we'll pick it up for free. Learn more about Veridesk active workspace solutions at veridesk.com/radio. That's v a r i desk.com/radio.
3: Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show.
4: Guess what? facebook live you're on it and i thank you for it this is real talk with dr david anderson and thanks for tuning in make your comment there and uh, make sure that you get my new book it is available now just go to embracegracism.com and you can now uh, pay for my brand new book how to think like a gracist now if you actually uh email me i can send you a whole bundle of of things, or you can just go to the website as well and get the whole bundle. I do believe uh, embracegracism dot com. All right, now eight 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 four three two seven four three four. That's my number. Live in studio. We are now into the second half of the show, I believe. So we're taking your calls, and I'm about to go to Springfield, Virginia, to talk to Gilbert, who's on the line. Hi, Gilbert. Welcome to the show. How are you?
5: Thank you. How you doing, Doctor Anderson?
4: Uh very well, sir. Thanks for calling. What's your comment or question?
5: Uh actually mine is a question. It's uh like a theological related. Okay. Um in the old testament, um uh, they said uh Enoch and Elijah went to heaven. huh. Is that correct?
4: Yeah, they never died and they got caught up with the Lord, uh yes. Like Enoch, for instance. Well, yeah. Enoch just kept walking with the Lord. Right. So he went but, into et- uh, he went into in eternity with the Lord.
5: Uh, right. In the New Testament, uh, when Nicodemus went to Jesus, Jesus told him that uh, nobody has w- ever been to heaven except the one that came from heaven.
4: Uh huh.
5: So I'm trying to see whether there's a contradiction.
4: Oh, to, I see what you're saying.
5: Oh, how, how do you reconcile the two?
4: I see what you're saying. So I I don't know, to be honest with you, uh, what the right answer for that is. I can tell you that there are several theological answers, but at the end of the day, uh, I don't know. because. So let me say that first. Okay, now that, now that you got that, and I'm going to turn you off just so we don't have the echo there, Gilbert. So let me just say I do not know. Now, having said that, I can give you conjecture of what has been said and some of the thoughts on this but you know there are three heavens maybe you've heard about the three heavens uh so there's up in the air there's up in space and then there's that third heaven beyond space which is the domain of where uh where the lord is maybe the third heaven maybe you've heard it like that before then there's god created the heavens and the earth so that's that first domain of heaven but we also say father in heaven like the place where he resides uh way above way above space. And so then when those who died before uh, Jesus Christ, did they go all the way up to heaven where the Lord is now? Uh, I believe that they do. Some believe, however, that they go to Sheol or a place of uh, uh, Abraham's bosom. That's this holding place where then when Jesus went to set the captives free Uh, as uh, Ephesians talks about after he was crucified but before he rose again he went to set the captives free and they followed him in his train of his glory then that's when he went and scooped up all the Old Testament believers taking them to heaven with him along with the thief on the cross so that is uh, a belief system there. There's also the idea that there is a new heaven and a new earth and so uh, no one's been to this new heaven and that could be Uh, what uh, some are talking about with regard to Nicodemus or others, that he's the only one that's come to heaven and no one's been to heaven. So is he talking about the new heaven and the new earth. That's about all I got because there are different views of it. But to be honest with you, like I started, and I'll say it again, I just don't know. I don't even know, honestly. I believe it by faith, but I don't even know how a dude like uh, Enoch so walks with God that he just doesn't even die. Like he just keeps walking one day like what you know what does that look like do you just walk and then before you know it you take that one next step and when you take that one next step you're in another dimension like you step through a star trek wormhole and then like boom you're in this other dimension or do you go up and ascend i mean you know these are the kind of questions that i'm looking forward to talking to the Lord about, but I think when we are glorified, we'll have better minds to know what this looks like, but boy, I would love to know what that chariot was like. And, and I'd love to know what that walking with, uh, with Jesus is what God is like until you just don't die. You just keep walking. What is that? So, uh, yeah, another David Anderson. I don't know. All right, 888-432-7434. When I get back, I'm going to take your phone calls. And, Carla, it looks like I missed you, but that's okay. Call me back. I'll take your call first. And then after that, I'll catch uh, Daphne and Chuck. By the way, I have one, two, I have three uh, lines open. So, Carla, if you call me back, I'll take you on the first line because I know you've been holding for a while. And for those of you who want those other two lines, get in where you fit in right now, 888 432 Seven four three four.
7: Does your church have legal challenges?
4: Have you ever walked into your basement and there was that smell? You weren't quite sure what it was, mold, mildew, cracks or blistered paint in your walls? Well, listen, you need to call Best Buy Waterproofing. They'll come by, give you a free inspection, and they'll let you know is it water wreaking havoc on the foundation of your home? They have more than 30 years of experience and they're ready to give you and all my listeners a free basement inspection. All you got to do is give them a call. 844 844- One more time. Here's the number. 844-980-3707. Or check them out at bestbuywaterproofing.com. And by the way, if you do business with them, they'll donate $500 to support my radio ministry. So give them a call. Best Buy Waterproofing.
7: Dr. Anderson would love for you to join his brand new public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, and when you see his smiling face, click like. It's another great way for you to connect and follow the good doc.
4: Have you been hurt, cheated on, lied to, or unfairly treated by others? Do you have a difficult time forgiving others or extending grace? Then you have to purchase my brand new book, I For Grace You, in bookstores now and on Amazon.com. I for Grace You, doing good to those who've hurt you. You will be freed from anger, bitterness, resentment, and guilt. I for Grace You by Dr. David Anderson. That's me. Go to Amazon.com. I for Grace You. Get freed up today. Today is an
3: encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls
4: today. Enjoy the show. And I'm back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I've got an open line at triple eight four three bridge. Let's go to Crofton, Maryland and talk to Chuck, who's on the line. Hey Chuck. Welcome to the show. How are you, sir? Pretty good. How
5: you doing?
4: I'm alive and grateful. Thank you so much for calling. What's your comment or question?
5: Thank you. Um, well, my question is,
10: is a church out of order if it's led by a woman pastor?
4: Is a church out of order if it's led by a woman pastor? I'm going to say no. Uh, Now, I I can give you a qualification on that. When I think of my church, uh, anything that a woman does that's under my covering is okay. Now, if I'm not pastoring that church, I don't want to say that a woman should not be the pastor or not because I don't know what God is doing. And so I do believe that God yeah. has given women the gifts of the spirit, and I do believe that God has given women uh, the ability to preach and to lead. What I'd also say to men is, if you don't feel like you can follow the leadership, uh, the spiritual leadership of a woman, then I would uh, excuse yourself nicely. I wouldn't try to keep her uh, from leading. So that's kind of how I would put it. Uh, and the other yeah, the
8: only reason
10: why I have is um I listened to Joyce Meyer time to time, and a friend of mine, he was like, No, you
5: shouldn't be doing that.
10: I'm like, What you mean? Like, Well, you know, she's out of order, and you're uh, not following God if you listen to her. And I thought that was a little
5: extreme. You know what I mean? I still yeah. feel that way. So well, I think it's. It, you know? Well, here's
4: another thing Joyce Meyer is not pastoring a church. Uh, I think she's uh, a, an itinerant conference. Speaker, I could be wrong on that. Plus, she's married to a man named David, who's her covering. So again, I would still say, you know, we can be we can listen and learn from from women. uh, And you're not out of order by hearing God's word from a woman. In fact, the very first person to speak the gospel out was a woman because Jesus said, go tell, uh, you know, go tell the other disciples that I have been, you know, That I'm not dead. And so the first one to speak the gospel. Yeah, the first one to speak the gospel was a woman. So now, do I still believe in order? Yes. I still believe that God uh, made the man over the woman. And I do believe that that covering needs Mm -hmm. to be there. But it's hard for me to say it's wrong in every church because it's really going to depend on the polity or the governance of that church. For instance, can the woman be a pastor, but maybe the elders are male or is there a denominational male over her? Or can she just be the bishop and be at the very top? Even if that's what God does, I'm going to be OK with it because I'm just not smart enough to figure it all out. Yeah, I agree. So that's where I am on it. All right, my friend, I appreciate you. Okay. Uh, t- you. T- talk to you later again. Everybody's not going to agree with me. On this, but I do believe Acts chapter 2 at the day of Pentecost changed everything for the woman because it says uh, Joel 2 is being fulfilled in your midst right now, where men and women will prophesy. Uh, and so, you know, I think that's huge. Your sons and your daughters will prophesy. That's big. So the Spirit of God uh, changed the game there. So I still believe in authority. I still believe that women there's a way that you need to lift up a man and that you should have covering uh, under a man if you are single and a, a woman, uh then your covering's the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, and if uh he puts if you choose another man uh to submit yourself to, then it's that man uh and then the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, uh Christ is the ultimate authority. But it's kind of like if you were in a job situation, your boss uh, and then your boss's boss. Well, you report to your boss first, but your boss's boss is higher than your boss. That's kind of how it works. Uh, that's my two cents on it. 888-432-7434. Let's go to Beltsville, Maryland, where I went to high school and talked to Daphne, who's on the line. Hi, Daphne.
12: Hi. Good afternoon, Dr. Anderson. I think you're absolutely wonderful.
4: Oh, thank you so much appreciate that what are you thinking today
12: okay so i'm actually calling on behalf of my sister okay so this is a relation relationship question okay okay so after four years my sister broke up with her boyfriend and she's frustrated and you know feels that she's wasted her time Mm -hmm. and that she's mid-40s okay and um so this uh Her her boyfriend um, is from outside of Richmond, and so he has a place that um, he rents out. Okay. And he's often there on weekends to fix it up and also to visit his family that's still in the area. Okay. So, um, you know, she's met all of – he's met all of her male friends, but um, she hasn't met all of his female friends. (laughs) Okay. Yes. And so – so it, it's like uh, she's off when she's down there, it's only for a day. It's not for like a weekend or anything like that. But when he goes by himself, he's there for a weekend and, and days and, and things of that, that much. So now are they hasn't dating? Him tea- yeah, yeah. Okay.
4: So they've been dating for yeah. how long?
12: Four years.
4: Okay. And she's feeling a little squirrely about the fact he's gone for the weekend and she doesn't know whether he's playing around. Or not. And he hasn't introduced her to his female friends. And so there's some trust issues on her part and she's leaning on her sister about it. And sister doesn't know what to do. So she calls Dr. Anderson. Yeah, what I hear. Well, and
12: she hasn't caught him cheat or anything like that. So she just want to make sure that you know it's, and then she gets angry. So she just their spouse of insecurity, of course, based on past hurts. Uh-huh. But she just wanted to make sure it's hard to discern whether it's insecurity or if it's instinct.
4: Sure, did she? Her has she talked to him about it?
12: She has, and um, he said the reason why she hasn't met um, some of his female friends is because he she acts crazy. And she oh. said she wouldn't act crazy. She wouldn't act crazy if he uh would just <laughs> um <laughs> I know. That means if, that means uh, he
4: doesn't want to introduce her because the female friends he has would be threatening to her. So that's what that means. Well, it, it, yeah, he, he ain't got no it. he ain't got no ugly female friends. Uh, then he'd be like, sure, meet her. No, if she's cute <laughs> and she's got a nice body, he's like, mm-mm, you're not meeting her because then you're going to go crazy. And every time I come to Richmond, yeah, you're going to think we're fooling my sister around. Is
12: absolutely, Yeah, my sister is absolutely gorgeous. And so... You know, but he has met all of her, and she has a lot of male friends, but she right. has nothing to hide. Sure. And so she feels, you know, it's not being reciprocated. Yeah. And she wouldn't act the way she did if the fact that he would just be honest with her. And, you know, so if it's a friend that's calling, well, who is this person? And right. It's like, oh, this is my friend, Shirley. I'll just be sure. Shirley. And he said, well, you know, she said, well, why haven't I met you? You don't talk about Shirley. Who is Shirley? (laughs) Oh, that's just a friend.
4: Well, you know, this is where we call uh, non-commitment. I mean, they are not not engaged. He's still running around. Uh, He's not ready to be fully committed uh, to your sister. And your sister has to make a decision uh, to what degree is she willing to allow him to uh, continue to have friends and to run around. She has the power of choice. She can say, "You know what? Uh, until you get this area in your life straight, I, I I can't I can't do this." And what that will do is it'll, it'll make them either run closer mm-hmm. to her or further away. But she's got to draw that line when she's ready.
12: Yeah, and she has drawn that line because Easter weekend, same thing happened. Like, who who puts in a storm door on Easter weekend when you're supposed to be here with me? So that broke up the relationship, but right now she's having a very hard time because now she has to start over and have regrets of you know, yeah she's why re- she's given so much time yeah, so. She gave in a any lot of case, time. I just want to give her words of wisdom I told well, her
4: the wisdom is the wisdom is she' got to make a decision uh how long does she want to let this happen, so yeah. he can make her feel more secure, she could be insecure, but he can make her feel more secure if indeed he really wants her if he wants her plus the rest of his life, that's, you know, not singleness, you know, I mean, that's not marriage. So, I mean, he's still free to be single, do you know? So she has to make a decision. Is she going to lock him down and say, honey, look, we need to get married and we need to have a life and that needs to go bye bye. If you intend to be with me. Now, if you don't intend to be with me, you just want a side uh, play and, and you want to have several friends. I'm not about that. So uh, this is where I have to say goodbye to you. And then as a sister, you just be there to grieve with her. So that's my two cents. Okay, Daphne, let me keep moving. And thank you so much for calling. Listen, I'm going to run to a commercial break. When I get back, I'm going to take uh, maybe one or two more calls. So if you want to slide in now, this is the time to do it. you got about three minutes to do it before we land the plane. 888-432-7434. And remember, you can get my new book. Just go to com. And you can get my new book called How to Think Like a Gracist. I'll be right back.
13: There is a devastating disease crippling children, disfiguring them, leaving once beautiful faces marked with the unmistakable signs of leprosy, causing them to live a life of pain, shame, and isolation. But you can help American Leprosy Missions find, diagnose, and cure these children. You can stop leprosy. Right now you have an incredible opportunity to help and heal children who are suffering because it costs only $90 to cure leprosy in 3 people. You can be the source of their healing. Jesus said, "Freely you have received, freely give." Give now to help those suffering with leprosy. Call American Leprosy Missions right now, 800-979-1980. 800-979-1980. That's 800-979-1980, or give online at
2: StopLeprosyNow.com. Message and data rates may apply. Texting enrolls for recurring text messages.
12: Happy Father's Day, Dad. Happy Father's Day, Dad. Happy Father's Day, honey.
2: Oh, thanks, guys. I love the gifts. And guess what? This Father's Day, I got a special gift for the whole family.
12: Oh, something
7: for us?
2: Yep. I got Z-Quiet for my snoring problem. I figured it was about time I admitted my snoring was keeping all of us from getting a restful night's sleep.
7: (laughs) Well, I think I'm going to love Father's Day even more now.
1: Hi, I'm Dan. As founders of Z-Quiet, my wife Trina and I know the disruption and lack of sleep snoring causes.
7: That's why we developed an amazing solution called Z-Quiet.
1: Z-Quiet is easy to use and works immediately so you can sleep comfortably without making a sound.
7: This Father's Day, give everyone a gift they really want and need. A great night's sleep.
3: Try Z-Quiet for 30 days for just $9.95. Text SLEEP. To or go to getzquiet.com. Text sleep to 246810 or go to GetZQuiet.com
1: Pillow has now made it easier than ever to own a Pillow. Not only are they still offering a 10-year warranty, not only is it guaranteed not to go flat, made in the USA, washable and dryable, but here is one of their best offers yet. For a limited time, go to mypellow.com or call 800-517-3636. Use the promo code WAVA to take advantage of the four-pack special. You'll get 50% off two Pillow Premium Pillows and two Go Anywhere Pillows. Now now you can take your My Pillow with you when you travel, and even give one to a friend. There's no excuse to delay any longer. Purchase the best pillow you'll ever own. Call 800-517-3636. Get the four-pack special. That's 50% off two My Pillow premium pillows and two Go Anywhere pillows. My Pillow will get you into that deep sleep faster, and you will stay there longer. Call 800-517-3636. Notice the difference a good night's sleep can make at home, or now even when you travel. Call 800 517 3636 636 or go to myfellow.com and use the promo code wava
3: of real talk with dr david anderson we're
4: not taking your calls today enjoy the show it's real talk with dr david anderson it's friday so glad you've been hanging out with me all week let's go right back to the phone lines talk to stephanie who's on the line from maryland hi stephanie welcome to the show how are you
14: I'm good. How are you?
4: Doing great. Thanks for hanging with me. What are you thinking?
14: So I don't. My mind's been thinking a lot um, about women in the church. Um, Another guy just asked a question about it, so I was like, "Oh, I should call in too." Right. Um. And so, I I read this article on Huffington Post. It was like about uh, this tweet that has been going around. This hashtag, like hashtag Things Only Women in the Church, here. Or something like that.
4: No, I haven't followed And one that. of them
14: was like, yeah, you can't preach or um, you need to be modest. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, your brothers will sin and stuff like that. Right. Um, and I was just wondering what your take was on that.
4: About what part of it? Uh, just the whole thing or more like the women in modesty?
14: Well, I guess both. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whichever one. I think you already answered the other one yeah i mean i, th- I think that modesty for
4: it. i think women definitely have uh power right and so this is why uh right. even, even though eve was deceived her husband was turned because she said hey do this and he did it why because we'll do what women tell us to do uh my wife puts it like this you may be the head but i'm the neck that turns the head <laughs> <laughs> so y'all what that means is y'all have an amazing incredible influence Then you throw your sexuality and the swag that y'all have. Y'all know when you do that thing with your hair or whatever. Y'all can just y'all can make a man do do anything, right? And so you need to steward that power. And so when I think of modesty, I think of a woman stewarding her power. Uh, That doesn't mean you can't look good. Doesn't mean you know all those passages about you can't wear you know jewelry or makeup and all that. Okay, that's all cultural. Throw that out. But the principle of modesty I think is important not just for women but for men too that y'all have to realize just the power that you have so steward it well and if the women would think of the way they dress as power then they can steward it in a way that says okay I know I'm bad I know I got curves I know I can make a man turn (laughs) his head when they know that then they say but because I know I have this power let me steward it in a way that is going to be most winsome and helpful Uh, Not only to my brothers, but to men in general. And I think each woman has to kind of make that own her own decision on that. I don't think some church can tell. You know, when I went to Moody Bible Institute back in the day, you you couldn't have a skirt that was three inches uh, like they literally had a ruler. If it was like uh, three inches above your knee or something, you had to change and, you know, things of that sort. I don't think we should be that legalistic but I think each woman like yourself Steph- mm-hmm. Stephanie ought to just be thinking, look, I know I look good, I've got power. Now let me steward it in such a way that I can actually leverage it for good as opposed to for evil. <laughs> I guess that's <laughs> the best way to put it. What do you think about that answer?
14: I think I think I definitely track with that. Um that's something I've been thinking a lot about and I I think I agree with you on that. Um but I, when you were explaining the, the the preaching in the church yeah part yeah I th- I kept thinking about that passage where Paul's like, oh, women should be silent or whatever.
4: Yeah. Again, that's back to culture, and I don't have time to explain it today because I know the show's ending, but at the end of the day, yeah. that was actually women's liberation moving them forward, not backwards. I know that's going to sound really weird the way I said that, but you're going to have to trust me on it. It's like slaves in the back of the church. They were actually moving forward, and they couldn't believe they could be in the church uh, when uh, instead of being in the, the field. So, If we look back at it, it seems bad. But if you were in the fields, you're like, wow, this is progress. Well, women weren't allowed in the church, so the fact that they could go in but they had to be quiet was actually a good thing at the time. Dear Lord, we thank you for the weekend, and we just pray that you would be with us as we move forward. In Jesus' name, amen.